know, the deep state does kill people. And and and, and that's their only next move because this is failing. And, and I think they're going to kill Biden, too. Or I think they're going to try to... What you said in a speech again before the last one I talked about, like a month ago, you said, I don't see Biden and Trump being the candidates. You see the system, the media going after Biden, and he deserves it, but they were covering it up until now. Now they're covering the laptop. Now they're covering attack on the dog. Now they're covering, you know, all of his senility, all the corruption, the Chinese spies. Attacking a dog. What a pig he is. I'm sorry. Well, I mean, I was told that by Secret Service and by uh, people that, let's just say, work with them. And I'm going to leave it at that. But I actually have a contact for you. I'd like to be able to hear it from them. But when this is over, I'll let you actually hear it from yourself. I think they'll tell you off record. I think they're willing to talk to you. Uh, but yeah, he, he he is completely out of his mind. He wanders around for the entire two and a half years. It's getting worse. Naked in the White House. Uh, in the middle of the night, doesn't know who he is. They have to give him a bunch of drugs, yeah. a bunch of amphetamines in the morning. And they've got a drug him uh, at night. Sometimes he's got to, though, he'll like be out for the morning for a while and then he comes back out at night for a ball. That's when there's a real problem. He is on drugs. I, I have established that. I know someone who witnessed it. I'm not guessing at this. I know someone personally who witnessed him uh, taking amphetamines. And this was this was during the 2016, uh, 20, 2020 election. Do, do we replay that? I'll take that out. I'll leave it in the backdrop just in case we have to uh, bring it back in to address a few things. It's a couple of things that I had never heard of in there. The, the walking around naked at night. Look, if I, you know, if I didn't have people in the house, I might choose to walk around naked. Uh, you know, no, the windows, street, potential accusations of um, indecent exposure. When I was younger, I used to sleep in the nude. Okay, life change. So I won't, I won't blame Joe Biden for allegedly, apparently, potentially walking around the White House naked. Um taking some form of drugs to cope with whatever apparent, patently obvious, undeniable senility dementia that he's currently suffering, wouldn't put that past him either. We all know about the dogs biting people. Uh, Ten occasions now? The one thing that I... and, And we all know about the deep state killing people. I mean, anybody who is prepared to uh, deny that or not admit that that is... <laughs> I mean, JFK would like to have a, a, a talk with you. The one thing I had never heard of until listening to this interview with Alex Jones on Tucker Carlson was the alleged uh, dog beating, dog abuse. I, I, I heard that and I thought someone misspoke. Let's bring it back in here just because that, that's... And, and Alex Jones is not even the one who said it. It was Tucker who seemingly knew exactly what was going on there. Where was it? It was uh, here. But I actually have a contact for you. Like, oh, yeah, right, right here, right here. He is. I'm sorry. Covering it up until yes. now. Now they're covering the laptop. Now they're covering attack on the dog. Now they're covering, you know, all of his senility, all the corruption, the Chinese spies. Attacking a dog. What Attacking a, pig, a dog. What a pig. Well, so I, I, I had heard that the dogs had attacked people. Then I had to Google this and look at what was going on. What's Tucker Carlson talking about? I got two um, search results for Joe Biden allegedly uh, hitting his dogs or uh, ill-treating his dogs. One was from Newsmax. Newsweek, sorry, not Newsmax, right here. Uh, Donald Trump ally accuses Joe Biden of beating his dogs. These are accusations. They're, they're They're among the most serious accusations you can get in the world. 
President Joe Biden has been accused of beating his dogs by the head of a conservative activist group who helped break the story that the president's pet German shepherd, Commander, had bitten several Secret Service agents. Ten times, I think they're going to say it. Oh, no, ten Secret Service agents. Tom Fitton. We've had him on the... I'm not going to say no. We've had him on the channel. President of Judicial Watch, who obtained emails and records that detailed how Commander bit at least ten Secret Service agents between October 22nd and January 2023, claimed that a source told the group that Biden physically abuses his dogs, which may explain the, quote, dangerous nature, end quote, of the attacks. Fitton, a top Donald Trump loyalist, the former president is alleged to have preferred to... What am I reading here? Made the claim in an interview on the Just the News show on the right-wing streaming cable and satellite television, Real America's Voice. The White House had previously... We all knew about the attacks. So Tom Fitton is the one who is breaking the story that he has been told by people in the know that Joe Biden uh, abuses his dogs, beats his dogs. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know what, what uh, that would look like from someone like Biden. And the interesting thing is anybody with any meaningful dog experience, you know the way things go when people mistreat their dogs. Oftentimes they don't bite the person who's mistreating them. Um for the alpha or you know subservient nature of that uh, of that relationship but they'll bite other people who they think they can they can bite like those most dangerous dogs are sometimes you cannot improperly treat a dog enough to make it behave badly other times when you do it doesn't bite the person that abuses it it bites other people and commander having attacked now 10 secret service agents which we know of hold on a second someone just came into the room here Speaking, speaking of dogs, come here, come here, oh, literally the dog just meanders into the office and leaves the door open. How dare you, sir, do such a thing? Oh, yes, oh, yes, get out of here. Okay, so I had to look that up. The interview is a must watch. Um, it's fantastic. Alex Jones is Alex Jones. Um, I don't think they, they covered a little bit that uh, Alex Jones and I did not discuss when he came on, but that it's mostly news, news stuff. Alex Jones saying uh, what some of us are too shy or too, not polite, but uh, cosmically uh, disinclined to say, whether or not Joe Biden is going to be around to be on the ballot in 2024. They astutely observe that that which the media had been given Joe Biden a pass on for the last damn near four years, they're no longer doing. They are no longer uh, able really to deny the senility, but they're covering uh, the corruption. They're certainly covering his son now, who has been uh, now indicted on nine new charges, which we're going to get into. But they're not giving him a pass anymore. And uh, it looks like the plot is in, the deep state plot is in, to have someone else on the ballot. Because in as much as Democrats will vote for a dead person and some dead people will vote for a Democrat, it seems that maybe they are thinking right now that even Joe Biden is a bridge too far to have on the ballot and people reasonably and plausibly um, vote for that demented, senile, corrupt um, hack of a politician. You know, I, I just tweeted that out and I said, you know, allegedly, uh, well, his dogs do bite people. We know that. Uh, good sources talking to Tucker, good sources talking to Fitton that Biden mistreats his dogs. A son who um, we now know... Ha- 
Withdrawing $1.6 million from ATMs, spending hundreds of thousands of dollars on hookers and adult entertainment, with tens of thousands of more dollars on entertainment, which I don't know how you distinguish between adult entertainment and entertainment, nine new tax charges brought in an indictment, um, and Trump is the one who's beneath the dignity of the White House. Let that sink in, people. Oh, sweet, merciful goodness. Now, let's see that we're live on across all platforms. Sorry, I just heard myself on, on Rumble. We're live on Rumble. We are live on vivabarnslaw.locals.com, where Crazy Die says, Hi, Viva. Love Allison's video of your visit. You know what? I, I do want to start. I, I wanted to start off with the ugliness. We're going to go to... I won't play the whole thing because I want everyone to go watch it, and I want everyone to, if they can support Alison Morrow. She's starting a new uh, homesteading channel, which is phenomenal. I think it's like, it's a wonderful, it's a, it's a much more beautiful world to be a part of than politics, law, and the degeneracy that is politics and law. She put out a video, and I just want to share a couple seconds of it before we uh, get into thanking our sponsor uh, for today. Check this out. This City is- City Mouse meets Country Mouse. This is pretty much the story of our visit with Viva Fry. Well, what we have here is a, a- oh God, hey. <laughs> How you doing, horse? If you're not familiar with Viva, he's a law tuber, as they say. He is on his way to... That was me streaming at her place. ...cover it for his channel. He's got a huge following on YouTube. Those are my pink socks. He's a Canadian. Actually, his family came down to Florida. They moved down here, left Canada during the COVID... I'll call it a fiasco. I think that's probably an understatement. Uh, Inhumane is what it was. he's going to report in Tuscaloosa for this debate... He and his son passed through here and stayed with us for the night. This is what we're feeding him while, okay. while he's here. Goat kefir. Kefir. Fermented goat milk. Where Cheers. Is... This is the goat. Oh, here we go. Here we go. We're going we're to stop in one here. second. When I got eye cozy from Stay the away. horse. It was hilarious watching Viva uh, and his son get acclimated to farm life. Oh, it's on my shirt Okay, that. Oh, this. my God. Just so you understand what that is. Uh, look. Uh, I pick out dogs' eye cuz you know you get the little cuzzy in the in the fur and that's from the 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 freckles the white horse's eye it had a little bit of cuz for some reason it ended up on my pants and my shirt cuz I was patting the horse all right this freckles is... eye goo <laughs> okay sorry sorry we'll, we'll we'll stop it there since that might be too much for some people here's the link to Allison's video link to Allison's video on her homesteading channel so give it a watch uh, as supporter, she's doing great stuff, and and you know both on her journalism stuff and the homesteading. And look, I'm a little more familiar with country life than that, but I like to say I'm I'm a city I'm a city mouse, but I could be a badass country mouse if I had to. I'm a city mouse, and I did a, I ran a 50 mile trail running ultra marathon at Bear Mountain in here. I'm a city mouse, but I did the Spartan Ultra Beasts four or five years in a row until kids got in the way of um, you know ridiculous wastes of time and stuff. So I'm a city mouse, maybe. I like the country, and I can, I, I'm a low-maintenance city mouse. Okay, so now we're live across all platforms. For those of you who don't know who I am, if you just happen to stumble across this channel, where the heck have you been for the last eight years? Um, Viva Fry, Montreal litigator turned Florida rumbler. Viva, you are a city slicker to those Floridians. <laughs> Why? Because I sleep with earplugs and I need dental floss wherever I go. And if I can't drink coffee unless it has cream in it, and I don't like kefir because it tasted like I was drinking fermented goat boobs. Oh, uh, if you don't know it, we start on YouTube, Rumble, and vivabarnslaw.locals.com, where I and Robert, 
me and Robert. Robert Barnes and me. We have an awesome Viva barneslaw.locals.com community. You might want to follow that. I'll give everybody the link to that. End on Rumble. End on YouTube. Go over to Rumble exclusively. Then we end on Rumble and have a bit of an after party on Locals. Um, you may have noticed when you came into the stream, it said this stream contains a paid promotion. And it does. People, speaking of moving to America, for those of you who don't know, health insurance is a big deal out here. Uh, and the folks at the Rumble community are a no-nonsense crew. And so are the folks at Enhance Health. Health insurance might not be the hottest topic, but if you live in America, uh, it's one that is very close to heart and close to your pocketbooks. But let's face it, it's crucial. Enhance Health is here to cut through the noise. We get you qualified. We're talking $0 premiums on health insurance for most people we speak to, because why pay more when you can pay none? Dial 1-866-927-2568. That number is in the description of this channel, of this uh, video. Uh, our most, their experts will guide you through the process. No fluffs, just facts. Health shouldn't be on the back burner. It's time to make it a priority. Rumble people, let's not just talk about it. Let's do it. If you live in America, you know you need to do it. Enhance health where your health meets your terms. Call 1-866-927-2568. The website is enhancehealth.com. Uh, yeah, and everybody in America knows it. So you can't not have health insurance. It's just not something you can feasibly do. Uh, speaking of health, you want to stay healthy? Don't do drugs, kids. This is going to flag a number of the, the automated things on YouTube. We're talking about people mistreating their dogs. We're going to talk about somebody spending hundreds of thousands of dollars on hookers and blow straight out of a movie. It's outrageous. For those of you who don't know, the biggest news of the day, Hunter Biden has been indicted on nine new charges. We'll walk through a bit of that. Uh, we'll go over how MSM describes it, and then we'll actually walk through some of the indictments. Not all of it. It's 56 pages of shell company complications, stuff set up in a way so that people can F around for, um, you know, extensive periods of time, not pay the taxes that they should be paying. And instead of not, instead of paying the taxes that they should be paying, literally, and I do mean literally, blowing their tax dollars on hookers, prostitutes, crack, adult entertainment, and uh, some home improvements. There were some home improvements in there. So we're going to talk about that. Uh, what was the other thing, the other big news of the day? Hold on, let me just go back to my notes here and see. Uh, Hunter Biden indicted. Oh, well, we're going to talk about some Canadian stuff. Uh, some Canadian stuff uh, specific, which is in the description, the title, Randy Hillier, for those of you who don't know, sitting member of provincial parliament out of Ontario. Uh, probably one of the most decent human beings you're going to meet, at least as far as I know, in my limited uh, having met him, talked with him, and know him, I'd say not personally, but look, <clears throat> some people cannot hide who they are, for good and for bad. Randy Hillier cannot hide who he is for good. Hunter Biden cannot hide who he is for his weaknesses. I won't say bad, I won't say bad. Joe Biden cannot hide who he is for the bad. So we're going to talk about the Randy Hillier, I call it a persecution. Now, Randy Hillier, member of Provincial Parliament of Ontario, charged with mischief and assault on a police officer. Uh, his trial is ongoing now, and someone is covering it whose name on Twitter is Ms. Cannabis Court? I don't know where the name came from. Uh, she's following Ms. Cannabis Court on Twitter is covering it. She's going to come on and talk to uh, us about it. And I did not know that I knew Ms. Cannabis Court from a while back because when the Juno Beach Museum, the, the museum that was established to commemorate the veterans uh, of Canada who fought at Juno Beach, 
when they put out a tweet distancing themselves from a member of the Ottawa convoy, and I put out many tweets putting them on blast and shaming them, I didn't realize that the ones that they were distancing themselves from was Miss Cannabis Court. So we're going to have stuff to talk about. That's going to be for the second part of the show uh, on Rumble. And uh, we're going to cover some... um, uh, Just an interesting story coming out of Rebel News, which is also Canadian-related. But but, but before that, before that, let me just uh, bring up... uh, John Kirby, people. John Kirby. What does John Kirby have to say? This is the White House press on Ukraine aid. You see a video... You see people talk to you, lie to your face, like you are dumb, ignorant, stupid, or willfully blind, and any and all of those might apply to anyone who would willingly and knowingly vote for Joe Biden. This is a post from Citizens Free Press. What are they again? Let me see this here. CFP Citizens Free Press had 224 million page views in December, more traffic than Politico. Check out the stack at citizenfreepress.com. They put out a tweet of John Kirby doing what Democrat politicians do best, lying through their freaking teeth. That's not to say Republican politicians don't lie either. All politicians, to varying degrees, are the scum of the earth, with few exceptions, much like lawyers, which some of you might have already noticed a strong correlation of lawyers who become politicians. Why is that? Because by and large, lawyers are foul, psychopath, narcissist scumbags. And what better transition than to go from law to politics. I let you, you, people like to call me a failed lawyer. Holy sweet, merciful goodness, people. I think I'm the most successful lawyer out there. I got out of the practice of law without selling my soul. Anyhow, John Kirby. I think he, we're going to check him out. I think, I think he was a lawyer too beforehand. Just, you know, hold on. Let's just do this. Let's just do this right now. John Kirby, Wikipedia. Just, just double check this. John Kirby, Admiral. I believe this is the guy. That's him right there. Wikipedia still can't be sold. Well, who cares? Just go to business. He's a retired U- United States Navy Rear Admiral, serving yada, yada, yada. Previously served as Pentagon Press Secretary uh, for a year and a half in the Biden administration. Dipl- he worked as diplomatic immu- analyst for CNN. Okay, yeah, yeah. Early life. Kirby was born in St. Petersburg, graduated of St. Petersburg Catholic High School, 1985. Oh, self-worth. Nice, okay. Uh, da, 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 da. Hold on. Did he become a lawyer? That's not their attorney. Oh, well, he's not an attorney. He's just a liar. <laughs> All right, let's see what he has to say. We can get distracted here. with. What does he have to say? Kirby, talk, talk to us. And so we can't support Ukraine. Their chief advisor yesterday said they're likely to lose this war if they lose the U.S. support. And Putin gets all of Ukraine, then what? Then where does he go? Because right then, he's up against the eastern flank of NATO. And if you think the cost of supporting Ukraine is high now, just imagine how much higher it's going to be, not just in national treasure, but in American blood, if he starts going after one of our NATO allies. Because as the president also said, we take our Article 5 commitments very seriously. And so we can't support... Can you unpack the load of shit that you just heard flow out of his mouth like, like Skittles? Let's, let's break it all down one point by one point. I listen to this, I get enraged. There might be, I mean, context. It's a clip and we're going to f- pay attention to the clip. It's like, it's like second nature. Let's just, let's just throw out crap. Threats, by the way. Let's throw out veiled threats as well. Listen to this. And so we can't support Ukraine. Their chief advisor yesterday said they're likely to lose this war. They have already lost the war. They lost the war a year ago when people were saying, and people who were not, pathological liars. They cannot win this war. They should 
maybe use diplomacy. I don't know when diplomacy became a four-letter word, but you know, I guess to the le- the new left, diplomacy is a new four-letter word. They were actively Ukraine was actively uh, what's the word cudgeled, cudgeled, maybe coerced, maybe um, induced into not negotiating. Everyone seems to forget about the, 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 the Maidan revolution. What Zelensky was elected on in terms of a platform gets into power. Big Brother comes in and says, no, don't negotiate anything with them. You'll have our full support. Fight our proxy war to exhaust the military capabilities of Russia. It's worth it. Ukrainian blood being spilt is worth it to us. Tim Scott, third uh, uh, RNC debate. Paraphrasing, just so nobody says that. He didn't say that exactly. Uh, he quite literally paraphrasing what he said. Ukrainian blood being spilt is a worthy sacrifice to weaken the Russian military machine. What's Kirby saying right now? I forgot, I just got sidetracked. And so we can't support Ukraine. Their chief advisor yesterday said they're likely to lose this war if they lose U.S. support. They're already losing the war. It's hundreds of thousands of people that have been injured or killed so that the U.S. can fight this proxy war in the hopes of exhausting the military machine that is Russia, having learned nothing from all previous wars involving Russia? Let's, let's keep this going. If they, if, they get, if, they, if they win in Ukraine, like Hitler, it's world domination. It took them a year and a half to defeat Ukraine, and now somehow they're going to tell you that after having fought a small military like Ukraine, the, the world is their oyster? And Putin gets all of Ukraine, then what? Then where does he go? Because right then... Here's an idea. Maybe you should have negotiated earlier on before that would have been a real prospect, even assuming it is. Maybe you should have negotiated what was at issue, which were the Eastern provinces, without getting into the whole rehashing of the Ukraine-Russian conflict, which was a localized geopolitical dispute, without getting into all of that. Maybe... You know, there is the, 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 the idea of learning how to negotiate from a position of weakness. Because, yeah, when you're in a position of power, you don't need to negotiate. Maybe. He's up against the eastern flank of NATO. And if you think the cost of supporting Ukraine is high now, just imagine how much higher it's going to be. Not just in national treasure, but in American blood. Oh, I'm sorry. Is American blood not also a national treasure? Oh, you just mean like from the treasury. You just mean money. Imagine how much worse it's going to be with American blood. I'm just wondering, Kirby, you're not going to go. You're an old fart. Maybe, maybe if you do go, you'll give, some, you'll give some commandeering or you'll give some advice from a very safe location. You're not going to go. Are your kids going to go? Highly doubt it. Imagine talking to America and saying, you're going to pay for this with your tax dollars. And you're going to thank me for doing that. Because if you don't, you're going to pay for it with the blood of your children. Imagine having the godforsaken balls and audacity to do that. You're going to pay for it with the blood of your children if you don't pay for it with your tax dollars. If he starts going after one of our NATO allies, because as the president also said, we take our Article 5 commitments very seriously. Oh, you, you take your Article 5 commitments very seriously? Oh, do you now? You'll remember what Article 5 is, is that you'll join in. The, Article 5 of the UN is to defend a NATO ally that gets attacked. You'll, you take your Article 5 seriously. This would have flowed much faster if I had gotten the article ready right away here. Mm. Oh, yeah. Remember that time when Ukraine killed two Polish farmers? You remember that? Remember when that time when uh, a non-NATO member killed two civilians of a NATO member? Did they invoke the Article 5 then? Oh, I'm sorry. That's right. Uh, Zelensky wanted the, the international community to invoke Article 5 to go to World War III with Russia when he blamed the death of those two Polish farmers on Russia. 
Article 5, Article 5, Article 5 was a 24-7 news cycle for about a day and a half. Oh, until, until it became known that it was actually Ukraine's errant missile. Let's assume it was errant that killed the Polish farmers. September 26, 2023. Updated two months ago. What? Polish experts confirm a missile that hit grain facility was Ukrainian media. A view of the destruction of the scene of a blast site at a grain facility in Prudow, a village in southeastern Poland near the border with Ukraine, November 20th, 2022. Warsaw, September 26th. Polish experts have confirmed that the missile that killed two people at a grain facility in southern Poland in November was fired by Ukraine. I'm not going to be able to do that. Polita daily reported, citing sources, the explosion of the missile, the NATO member fueled fears that the war in Ukraine could spiral into a wider conflict by triggering the alliance of mutual defense clause. But at the time, Warsaw and NATO said that they believed that it was a Ukrainian stray easing worries about escalation. Can, can you believe that, that Orwellian idiocy? If it had been Russia that had killed the Polish farmers, it would have been an escalation invoking Article 5, you know, going to World War III. But because it was Ukraine, forgive and forget, no biggie here. Let's continue supporting the people that actually just killed NATO uh, civilians. It's, it's, it's a world that is upside down and topsy-turvy. But uh, Kirby takes Article 5 real serious-like, unless it's Ukraine that did it. Hmm. So that's that. Uh, John Kirby is, uh, you know, l like like all other politicians, just I don't want to say the scum of the earth. Uh, he's he's a contributing factor to an administration that is the scum of the earth. Oh, so that's the Article Five. Now, before we head over to Rumble, where we're going to go over the indictment, and then Ms. Cannabis Court is going to come in and um, talk about some Canadian stuff. I want to end on YouTube with a Canadian thing because it's. Mm, I'm going to start unleashing my... Look, I'm going to say, look, if Elon Musk can say, go fuck yourself, I can say it too. Uh, I'm joking, but I've been saying it before Elon Musk said it publicly anyhow. Uh, this is one of those go F yourselves stories, uh, courtesy of Rebel News. I don't care what some of you think about Rebel News and Ezra Levant. Uh, they, are, they are not perfect, but they do damn good work sometimes, and they fight battles that other people do not fight. One of which was going after Stephen Gilbo, who apparently blocked either Ezra Levant or Rebel News on Twitter. And uh, that's a no-no. And Ezra Levant took them to court. I'm not going over that case right now, but took them to court and won. And I believe they were ordered to pay $20,000. I don't know if it was legal fees, statutory, whatever. They were ordered to pay. Stephen Gilbo, the Minister of Heritage, the guy who scaled the CN Tower uh, back in the, I don't know, 90s, early 2000s, uh, you know, a, 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 a criminal by all accounts, by all objective metrics, uh, who has now become, he was the Minister of Heritage. He's the bearded fake guy who, you, when, when he talks, you want to you wanna puke. Uh and he's the one who was telling us, no, the online streaming act is not going to apply to individual social media accounts. That's the one that governs the internet the way it governs the radio and television in Canada with Canadian content requirements. You know, the one that nationalizes free speech on, on, on the internet. He says, no, 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 we don't want to censor and govern individual YouTube channels, individual social media accounts. The online streaming act is only going to apply to the Hulus, the Netflixes, and other broadcasters. And if you have a big enough social media following, we're going to consider you a, a, a broadcaster. 
that scumbag, scum of the earth, pathological liar. All right. They were ordered to pay Stephen Gilbo because he blocked Ezra Levant, Rebel News, uh, unlawfully. Ezra tweets yesterday, this is a crazy story. For more than two years, Stephen Gilbo argued that he could block me on Twitter because it was a personal account, not a government account. He was ordered to pay damages or a, a penalty. But when it came time to pay his $20,000 penalty, he pawned it off on taxpayers. Here's the check. Look at this. And to that, I say, Stephen Gilbo, go fuck yourself. The, the, oh, we're going to pay for this now? You could block someone because it was your personal account. Now he's going to say, well, I was ordered to unblock them, which means that it's a government account. So the taxpayers are going to pay for my chicanery? GFY, Stephen Gilbo. Now, this is probably the best advertising for Williamson Law in Trust, which I guess is the law firm that represented Ezra Levant. Scoundrels and criminals. We are governed by criminals. They are the ones who are the actual criminals who criminalize the innocent. Randy Hillier, the January Sixers, Donald Trump, however mad you might be at her, the Jenna Ellis's of the world. We are governed by the criminals who criminalize the citizenry. That is the link. Go give it some love. Uh, did I miss anything here? Uh, Super Chats? No, I didn't miss anything on, on YouTube. So what we're going to do right now, 30 minutes in, almost like clockwork. I didn't do it on purpose, but my inner clock is ticking. Come on over to Rumble because we're going to end this on YouTube. And if anybody, you know what, the, by the way, some people don't like that they go over to, that I go over to Rumble. Uh, and I say, I mean, it's, it's unfortunately a little too bad. You'll have to deal with the uh, inconveniences of someone providing free content to the world, for the world to enjoy. There are some glitches. Rumble's going through some growing pains. They're fixing and uh, improving everything on a daily basis. But if you don't want to go to Rumble for whatever the reason, go to vivabarnslaw.locals.com. Locals is upgrading their servers, upgrading everything. So in as much as there are hiccups from time to time, they're rolling out pre-roll ads on YouTube, on Rumble. They're improving the app uh, on Locals. They're, in, imp they're, they're going to be releasing Rumble Studio, which is going to basically replace StreamYards when it's up and ready to go. They are working hard every day so that people have a platform where they can talk about the jibby jabs, they can talk about uh, the Epsteins of the world without fearing censorship, hard censorship, or soft censorship, or just outright bannings. So come on over to Locals if you're not going to come over to Rumble, but if you're coming over to Rumble, the link is up in the pinned comment. Uh, there is a, oh, there's a super chat. I forgot. Oh my goodness, I almost missed this one. Bleu de Gaulier. Bleu, well, look, hold on one second. This has to be a Blue de Gaulier. Blue de Gaulier. Blue de... Blue de Ga? Anyways, there has to be a word in there. Uh, our series, Hillbilly Horror Show, got a call from the State Department about our Volume 4 episode. We did a stupid skit about Kim Jong-un wearing a mullet. Dude, that's... I just saw a tweet that had... Uh, it was Elon Musk sort of morphed over with Kim Jong-un going, Go fuck yourself! And I didn't really understand what it was, but I think they were making fun of Kim Jong-un. Uh, Blue de Gaulier, thank you very much for the super chat. A good way to end the show. Hillbilly Horror Show, people. Go check it out. I don't know what it is. Never seen it. Uh, not an endorsement, but this is the best $9.99 advertising to promote your channel you can possibly get anywhere. So come on over. This is Locals. I think I've done that, and I'll do Rumble one more time. And uh, we're going to take the party over there to the free speech platform. VivaBarnesLaw.Locals.com. Thank our sponsor, Enhance Health. Let me read the number one more time. one 927 2568 
the description, the link is in the, the number's in the description of this video. So that is it. Ending on YouTube. Three, two, one. Now. All right, speaking of uh, degenerates, uh, I want everyone to understand this and, and truly appreciate it. Everything that they have accused Trump and Trump family of is that of which Biden and the Biden family are guilty. You remember everyone, the, the joke, like Eric Trump is a cokehead, does coke, he says, can't, can't trust him, they've got dirt on him. Uh, who's, who's the cokehead? Hunter Biden. They accuse Eric Trump of being a cokehead. They accuse Don Trump Jr. of being pepped up doing coke. The actual, literal, crack-smoking crackhead, prostitute fornicating, uh, and it goes on, is Hunter Biden. They accused uh, Trump of pissing on sheets in a hotel of hookers in Moscow. Hunter Biden. They accused Trump of impeachment. Quid pro quo with Ukraine. Joe Biden. They accused Trump of... Um, I'm trying to think of the other one now. What's the other one? You got the phone call? Whatever. Everything they accuse Trump and Trump family of is true of Biden and Biden family. Hunter now has been, um, you know, there was, there was, it's so amazing what's happening. The, Hunter Biden is, the, he, he can't escape it. And what's happened now is he's been indicted on nine new tax charges. People are, are befuddled is the word, I think. Is befuddled the word? Confused. Everyone's like, I thought, I thought the DOJ was going easy on Hunter. This is evidence that there's no corruption. No. Because uh, I have to pick the brains of people who are smarter and more informed than me. The number one of that big brains is Barnes. If you had listened to Bourbon with Barnes from last night, you would know that that argument, well, this is proof that there's no corruption in the DOJ because they're going after Hunter. Bullshit. Because this is not the DOJ that's doing this. This is not the federal. This is a state, from what I understand, a state tax court in California going after Hunter. Or it's federal, but it's, it's California specific going after Hunter on tax fraud charges. So it's, this is not like, and it's, and it's getting ugly because what it's revealing is the massive corruption, not just of Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden is a drug addict, tax evader, whatever. This is not revealing Hunter Biden's weaknesses, foibles, degeneracy. This is highlighting the 10% for the big guy, absolute state of corruption and blackmail that many people have been talking about for a long period of time involving Joe Biden. Influence peddling, foreign interference, FARA violations. You want to talk about Foreign Agent Registration Act violations? Hunter Biden, number one. Not Michael Flynn. No, who was the other one? Uh, I think they tried to go after, uh, they went after Michael Flynn. I forget who the other FARA violations are. Oh, no, not, not Trump AL. Biden AL. So this is the, the latest breaking news of the day, and the indictment itself is absolutely astonishing. Hunter Biden, into, we'll just go to the AP. We'll see, let's just see what the mainstream news is saying. There we go. Uh, get, the, get that out of there. All right. All right, let's go here. Let's go. Hunter Biden is indicted on nine tax charges, adding to gun charges in a special counsel investigation. Okay. Washington AP. By the way, if I'm wrong on the, um, the California thing, we're certainly going to talk about it Sunday night. It's on our show. Uh, the Viva Barnes Sunday Night Law Extravaganza, which is, uh, if I dare say, it's one of the biggest, one of the biggest law shows on the interwebs. Sunday night, six o'clock. Hunter Biden was indicted on nine tax charges in California as special counsel investigation into the business dealings of President Joe Biden's son intensifies against the backdrop of the 2024 election. Flashback to the beginning of the show, Alex Jones, they are done with Biden. It's becoming increasingly clear they are done with Biden because Biden might not be long for this world for natural causes. The father time has remains under, I hate that cliche. 
Hunter, Joe Biden is clearly demented, clearly senile. And I know a lot of people say, well, the, first of all, Democrats will vote for a dead person and dead people vote for a Democrat. I made that up and I love it. Um, he might even be beyond the pale for what a Democrat can hold their nose and vote for. Who are they going to replace him with? Is it, I mean, there's only so much. Gavin Newsom, Michelle Obama, Hillary Clinton. <laughs> okay, it doesn't matter. The new charges filed Thursday. Three felonies and six misdemeanors are in addition to federal firearms charges. Do you notice the way that they, they try to make it sound like it's the same people who indicted him on the firearms charges that indicted him on the tax charges when it's not? Oh, look, there's no corruption because go back to the header. He's indicted on nine tax charges, adding to gun charges. It's not the same people doing this. The, the gun charge was a bullshit, let him off scot-free charge. And they're going to argue that, I think they're going to argue, that they can't bring Hunter Biden up on these tax charges in California because of his uh, non-prosecution agreement because of the gun charges. I mean, they're going to do that. But they make it, the headlines make it sound like, oh, it's part and parcel of the same charges in addition to the gun charges. There's no corruption with the DOJ. Bullshit. It's not the same people doing it. And you know damn well. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. Three felonies, six misdemeanors. Okay, yada, yada, yada. They came after the implosion of a plea deal over the summer that would have spared him jail time, putting the case on track to a possible trial as his father campaigns for re-election. Hunter Biden, listen to this. We're going to go, go through some of the key. Just make sure I can do this. I got some, uh, I got my notes right here. Key paragraphs. Hunter spent millions on extravagant lifestyle rather than paying his tax bills, special counsel David Weiss said in a statement. The charges are centered on at least $1.4 million in taxes Hunter Biden owed during 2016 to 2019. My goodness. It's good to be an unemployable crackhead when your father's the president or VP. Ex-VP, soon to be P. It's good to be, you know, it's good to be a king. Oh, yeah, he struggled with addiction. I mean, but, but for the fact that he wrote a book about his addiction and buying firearms while he was addicted to crack, you know, he, I, I have an operating theory, by the way. Let me take this out and just tell you what my operating theory is. And it's a good one. Joe, Hunter Biden hates his father because of neglect and abuse. It's, this is all my humble opinion. Hunter hates his father, resents his father because of years of neglect and abuse, as does Ashley Biden. They are trying to sabotage their father, and they have been for years, but they can't successfully sabotage their father because of the machine that is in place to protect the father. I made a joke that this would be like, if, if it were depicted comedically, like no matter what these two pesky kids do, they just can't bring their father down. Ashley Biden leaving a diary in public to be picked up by whomever and, and released to the news about how her father showered with her, made her feel very uncomfortable, and it traumatized her for life. If I wanted to sabotage um, the, um, a parent who committed acts of abuse, that's how I would do it. And lo and behold, she can't even do it because the FBI comes in, says that this diary's fake. And then when it's confirmed to be true, just prosecutes uh, Project Veritas for, for theft. Hunter Biden repeatedly trying to sabotage it. Who the hell, when you're addicted to drugs and you're the son of the VP who's been in politics forever, takes these videos records them, puts them on a laptop, and then abandons the laptop at a laptop repair shop. And then intelligence comes in. It's Russian disinformation. Uh, don't trust the laptop. It's, it might've been modified. It's Russian, whatever. And then the deep state comes in and yet again protects Joe Biden from being sabotaged by two children that hate him, resentment for years of neglect and abuse. That's my theory. Don't take it to the bank, people. It's probably a very, very terrible theory, but that's my theory. Okay. 
the plea deal. He spent all this money on drugs and yada, yada, yada. If convicted, Hunter 53 could receive a maximum of 17 years in prison. Special counsel probe remains open, Weiss said. In a fiery response, defense attorney Abe Lowell accused Weiss of bowing to Republican pressure in the case. Oh, yeah. No, no. Never take responsibility for yourself. I was listening to Andrew Tate on a live stream while I was driving uh, to Tuscaloosa. And in as much as he says some dumb things every now and again, he says some smart things every now and again. Take responsibility for everything in your own life. Even if it's not your fault, take responsibility. Someone takes advantage of you, it's your fault for letting someone take advantage of you. Now, that might sound terrible to people who are actually victims of, of, of terrible things. Sometimes things are beyond your control. But when it comes from an empowerment perspective, someone steals from you, you shouldn't have given them the opportunity to steal from you. Take responsibility for everything good and bad in your life, and you're going to be one step in the right direction. But when you're a coward uh, pathetic excuse who has never had to take responsibility for everything, has had everyone protect you at all costs, even against your own will, according to my theory, blame Republicans. Based on the facts and the law, if Hunter's last name was anything other than Biden, if it were Trump, they would have found a way to try to, I won't make terrible jokes, he'd be in jail. Can you imagine saying something so stupid? If his last name was anything other than Biden, the charges in Delaware, California would not have been brought. Bullshit, Lowell. If his last name were Trump, he'd be locked up in jail already. Guaranteed, no buts. I hate doing these. If you, He would have been locked up in jail. They would have thrown away the key. Holy crap. They would have gotten him on sedition. I don't know. Treason. Uh, spying. They would have got him on everything. And they would have not given him bail. If it were Trump, Eric, Don. you imagine this? Hookers. Alleged sex trafficking. Daddy paying off pimps through his account. Oh, no, no. If his last name were anyone but Biden, he would have been locked up long ago. Uh, do we go this? The indictment comes as congressional Republicans pursue an impeachment inquiry into Joe Biden, claiming he was engaged in the influence peddling scheme with his son. Yeah, okay, fine. No evidence has emerged so far to prove that Joe Biden, in his current or previous office, abused of his rule. Abused? How about the fact that he just got paid 200 and some odd thousand dollars from his brother loan repayment have we seen evidence that that was actually repayment of a loan no we haven't he got another forty thousand dollars which represents ten percent for the big guy of a four hundred thousand dollars that went through these shell companies have we seen evidence that that was legit no we haven't what evidence do we have his crackhead unemployable son was getting paid millions of dollars a year to work for ukrainian companies romanian companies chinese companies Oh, no, but, but, but foreign interests have blackmail and bribery material on, on Donald Trump. And if you believe that, you probably are an idiot. All right, what do we got here? The agreement was pillared as a sweetheart deal. Okay, we got that part in here. The new charges against Hunter include filing a false return and tax evasion, felonies, as well as misdemeanor failure to file and failure to pay. The defense signaled that it plans to fight the new charges, likely as part relying on the immunity provisions. You see, I'm smarter than I think I am sometimes. The immunity provisions of the original plea deal. Defense attorneys have argued that those remain in force. Yeah, and, and, and Barnes and I, uh, we had talked about this. Um, oh, here, listen, listen, listen to this. Hunter Biden's long-standing struggle with uh, substance abuse worsened after the death of his brother, Bo. Oh, it's always, always, always uh, events beyond my... Path pathetic. Sympathy. Forgive Feel bad for him. But then we're going to go and accuse Eric Trump and Don Jr. of cocaine, being cokeheads. Yeah. According to court documents in his memoir, Beautiful Things, which ends with him getting clean in 2019. Ends with him getting rich in 2019. His gross income nevertheless totaled some $7 million between 2016 and 2020, prosecutors said. At a time when he was battling crack addiction, he made millions of dollars. Makes sense. It makes total sense. Hunter did eventually file his taxes. Oh, no, sorry. His gross income nevertheless, 7 million bucks, 2016 to 2022 to 2020. 
prosecutor said, pointing to his roles on the board of the Ukrainian energy company Burisma and a Chinese private equity fund, as well as his position at a law firm. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so that's, that's how the mainstream media portrays it. He's a victim. Feel bad for him. Don't be too hard on him. He was a drug addict. Um, but they also simultaneously want to lock up Eric and Don Trump Jr. for alleged, alleged coke, whatever. Let's go to the indictment just for one second. We're not going to go through the whole thing. It's 56 pages of um, boring, boring SHI tizzle. But um, there's some fun stuff in here. So United States District Court for the Central District of California filed. When was it? December 7th. Oh, that was yesterday. Okay. Indictment, people. I underscore to the end. Okay, indictment. You get all the charges, yada, yada, yada. Uh, introductory allegations. The introductory allegations are really what you need because the bulk of this is just more detailed um, elaborations of the introductory allegations. Uh, defendant Robert Hunter Biden. Yeah, that was a Georgia. Okay, Yale-educated lawyer. Oh, flashback to what I said about lawyers being the scum of the earth, narcissists, sociopaths who go into politics. <laughs> Lobbyist. What does that mean? There was a, um, well, uh, Dan Bongino was talking about it earlier today. He played a clip of an analyst who on CNN said, lobbyist, are they leaving open the window of going after Hunter Biden for Foreign Agent Registration Act violations, for FARA violations? If you're a lobbyist, you have to register as such. If you're a lobbyist for a foreign government, you have to register as such. Why would they describe him as a lobbyist? The hell does that even mean? And incidentally, it's the only time it comes up in the entire document. Consultant and business person. Oh yeah, and crackhead, prostitute, uh, fornicating, uh, overall blackmail 101 uh, risk for a president. Oh yeah, get over here, boy. Okay. At all times relevant to this indictment, paragraph two, the defendant served on the board of a Ukrainian industrial conglomerate and a Chinese private equity fund. Amazing, amazing. See, I can, I can pull the cookies out of this dog. That doesn't bother me, but that horse had a lot more cookies than a little baby dog. He negotiated and executed contracts and agreements for business and legal services that paid millions of dollars of compensation to him and his domestic corporations, Owasco PC and Owasco LLC. Do we know the origin of that name? Well, let, me, let me just screen grab that and remind myself for later. In addition to his business interests, the defendant was an employee of a multinational law firm working in an of counsel capacity from 2009 to at least 2017 of counselors when they need the expertise of someone outside of the firm. And they just, there's no one in the world that has that expertise other than Hunter Biden. They go and seek the opinion of, of counsel Hunter Biden. Def listen to this. This is where it gets juicy. The defendant engaged in a four-year scheme to not pay at least $1.4 million in self-assessed federal taxes he owed for tax years 2016 through 2019 from in or about January 2017. Okay. Through and to evade the tax assessment in 2018, he filed false returns in February 2020 in or about. In furtherance of that scheme subverted payroll and tax withholding process of his company, Owasco PC, by withdrawing millions. We'll get there. Spent millions of dollars on an extravagant lifestyle rather than paying his bills. This is funny because I think they only allege that. Hold on, let me cough for one second. I think they only allege that to humiliate. Like, it doesn't matter what he did with the money if he didn't pay taxes with it. You know, I guess if it's sitting in a bank account somewhere, he could say, well, I was just keeping it in a bank account. He doesn't have it anymore because he spent it on hookers, blow, and adult entertainment, literally. 
2018, he stopped paying his outstanding and overdue taxes for 2015. He willfully failed to pay 2016, 17, 18, 19 on time despite having access to funds to pay some or all of the taxes. Willfully failed to file in 2017. Okay, fine, it goes on. Paragraph five is the nice one as well. Defendant made millions of dollars in income from 2016 to 2020. Totally normal, people. Totally normal that someone battling addiction should have that problem of making millions and millions of dollars. Between October... Oh, 2016 and 2020, defendant individually received more than $7 million in total gross income. It included $1.5 million in 2016, $2.3 million in 2017, $2.1 million in 2018, $1 million in 2019, and approximately $188,000. Okay. Spent it on his lifestyle. Then we go through the companies. Burisma Holding, where he gets paid millions. I mean, just, 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 get, just money. Out the, but why? Why? Because he's got, he's got expertise in foreign uh, energy. Burisma, you know, being one of the most corrupt companies known to mankind, coming out of the, one of the most corrupt countries known to mankind. Um, totally normal. Totally normal. The Romanian contract. In fall 2015, he entered into an oral agreement with business associate number one purportedly to help Romanian business person contest bribery charges he was facing in his home country. Hmm. Between November 2015 and May 2017, they received approximately $3 million, which was split into thirds between the defendant, business associate one, and business associate two. But don't worry. But wait. There's more. It doesn't stop at Romania. China. In late of fall 2015, the defendant businesses... When, when was... Um, oh, yes, that's right. Business Associate 1, Business Associate 2 began to investigate potential infrastructure projects with individuals associated with China, a Chinese energy conglomerate. How much did he get paid there? Lots, it doesn't matter. Okay. Then we go through uh, the description of these shell companies that were set up for the money to go in and go... And become very difficult to track, probably by design. But without going through this entire thing, skip to um, this details how much he made, how much he declared. This is at paragraph 27. Um, and, um, you know, we'll get to how much he didn't pay. Hold on. Paragraph 31 and following. That's it. Irrespective of OWASCO, PC structure and his standalone, quote, tax account, the defendant knew he had to file individual and corporate income tax returns and pay tax on the income he earned in those years. He had done so for the years of 2014, 2015, the two years preceding. Okay. Defendant timely filed after requesting an extension 2014. Fine. Defendant reported owing 200 and some odd thousand dollars in taxes, having already paid it, yada, yada. Okay, fine. The defendant did not report his income from Burisma on his 2014 Form 1040. All the money defendant received from Burisma in 2014 went to a company here and after ABC and was deposited into its bank account. ABC and its bank account were owned and controlled by a business partner of the defendant's Business Associate 5. Business Associate 5 was also a member of Burisma's board of directors. The defendant received transfers of, received transfer of the funds from the ABC bank account and funds from the... If this is very convoluted and difficult to understand, it's by design send this money get into accounts shift it around make it untraceable and spend it on hookers and blow and don't worry we'll get there because he owned abc business associate five paid taxes on income that he and the defendant received from burisma starting in november 2015 the defendant directed his burisma board fees to an oas to an oasco pc bank account that he controlled 
From at least January 2017 to April, Business Associate 4 and Personal Assistant 1 provided the defendant with periodic updates regarding his cash flow and outstanding liabilities, including his various income liabilities. From April 2017 to September 2017, Personal Assistant 1 sent the defendant a, quote, weekly bill update detailing his IRS liabilities and other outstanding bills. Defendant controlled his finances, directed Business Associate 4 and his Personal Assistant, personal assistant 1 to pay certain bills and not others. The defendant routinely chose to pay personal expenses and not pay his outstanding tax liabilities. Uh, let's see this. And just, just for, as we say in the industry, shits and giggles. Paragraph 41, 38. Here we go. Look at this, guys. The following is a summary of the approximate expenditures that the defendant made instead of paying his taxes. Look at item line number one. ATM cash withdrawals. Over four years, he took out $1.6 million in cash. What do you think he did with that money? Who the hell knows? This is the thing about cash. Once you give it to people, they can spend it on anything without any tracing it. Now that is by, you know, unfortunately to the government's dismay to some extent where they'd like a central digital banking currency so they can track everything that you spend your money on and know who to fly. If you're buying too much of that, uh, what do they call it? Prepper stuff? You'll be on a list. Spend it on hookers and blow. Well, if it's cash, you don't know. That rhymes. $1.6 million in ATM cash withdrawals. How much did he spend on bank fees to withdraw that money? Anyway, when you give $6 billion or you release $6 billion, $10 billion to Iran, you have no way of knowing if they spend it on humanitarian aid or Hezbollah. They both start with H. I, we, just got, we got the line items mixed up in our accounting. It's cash. Nobody knows. $1.6 million in cash withdrawals over four years. How do you even have time to do that? I mean, I assume the maximum is like $500 per withdrawal. Payments. Various women. $683,000. What does that mean? <laughs> Tuition extracurricular. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's probably for kids' education. Uh, who knows? Uh, where was it? Oh, yeah. Here we go. Adult entertainment. $188,000. Is that different than uh, various women? Rehab. $71,000. And then there was another funny one in here. Uh, funny in, in a very sick way. Entertainment, 25000 What is the difference between adult entertainment and entertainment? Um, okay, we've got our guest in the back. Shit's getting serious for Hunter. Um, and it's about damn time. So that's the, the, the indictment is either you got your charges. It's not the same people that charge him with the gun stuff that are charging him with the tax stuff. It's coming out of California, and apparently they have their own tax division that might have broken ranks. Or they might be saying, holy shit, we are so far in debt in the state of California. We need the money, people. You think we're going to let Hunter Biden off the hook? We're like, see, we're, we're in debt here. We don't care that they wanted to let him off with a sweetheart deal that he could never be prosecuted for ever again. We're breaking ranks, and now they're going to try to argue, well, you can't go after us for the tax stuff because we got that sweetheart deal on the gun charges. To be discussed in further detail on Sunday. Now, have I missed anything in... Oh, okay, before I bring in our guest, Ms. Cannabis, I'm going to just read some of the uh, rumble rants, which I've forgotten to do. All of them. Me, Miss Scusi, Miss Scusi. Eh, Miss Scusi. Anybody who knows that movie has been on this channel for long enough. Freddy65 says, Off subject, but I want to recommend United uh, USC Shoah Foundation YouTube interviews with October 7 survivors. All unique and they just let them talk like they did with the history of the Holocaust survivors. Then we've got Nike7 Viva, Viva AJ on Tucker. Is he Alex in the know thinking Hamas is Iran-sponsored? I thought the narrative was Qatar, I think Israel. 
Too complicated for me to address right now. Schmickle, Viva, reminder to Canadians to sign the vote of no confidence petition for a federal election after December 24th, petition E4701. I have told you what I think the legal power of that petition is, but nonetheless, it's worth letting your voices be heard and how many hundreds of thousands of people loathe and want Justin Trudeau out of office and behind bars. MRC, oh, Mr. Cage242 says, you curse, oh my God, love the content. You are awesome, man. Thank you very much. Today's a cursing day. That's Cheryl Gage says, Viva, please watch the Viva Fry laser cutout. Son of a guy, I keep saying that. Where we make a, la- a 3D Viva Fro logo with laser. Absolutely. Doctor, or that's Drury SM says, did, re- did Rumble's Chris P give you an idea how I could change my name on Rumble? Let me screen grab that and make sure that I remember to do that. B. Shoper says, what do you make of the timing of this indictment when taking into account the upcoming House subpoena? Sounds planned to me to justify Hunter pleading the fifth, more cover and corruption from the DOJ. That is Robert Barnes's, um, one of the assessments that he gives. And so uh, Barnes is a smart man and you should always bet on Barnes. We're going to talk about that Sunday, but that is one of the theories that he's floating as to the timing. Now he gets to plead the fifth and say, oh, I, I can't do it. But I, you know, as far as that goes, maybe, but my goodness, if they're doing this to collude on timing, they wouldn't have included all of those allegations as they included them in that tax indictment. So that's why I think like maybe, but if they were doing it for that purpose to help him plead the fifth, they could have kept that indictment with fewer damning accusations that don't reveal wide scale corruption uh, within the Biden administration, Uh, or at least within Joe Biden's family, I should say. Uh, Thank you, says Cheryl Gage. Thank you. And now... Removing this, and we're going to bring in our guest. I've never met her before. And as I'm going to explain, when I came out and took a, 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 a Twitter steaming dump on the Juno Foundation, I did not know it was her. That was the, uh, that was the target. Ms. Cannabis Court, are you ready to come in? Get ready to say hi to the world. Ma'am, how goes the battle? It goes. How are you? Very- Florida. Yeah, well, you know what? I woke up uh, not this morning, but yesterday morning in Alabama, uh, Tuscaloosa. There was frost on the windshield of the car. It felt like being back home in fall, not necessarily winter. But now I'm back and I'm back to sweating like a pig in Florida. Um, Miss Kenneth, quite a bit of snow here. It looks beautiful, uh, though. I, I, and people keep sending me the pictures. Like, you know, I miss the snow. I miss that crisp smell after a fresh snowfall. Miss Kenneth, I got to ask you the obvious question: What's up with your name? like you can't ignore that miss cannabis court so it so it my handle used to be a juno beach coach and actually but we're gonna rewind for one quick second we have met we actually met a billboard chris's event here in ottawa on broadway okay uh that was the education not indoctrination at the beginning of the summer on june 6th okay do you recall? Um, nope. And d- d- don't take it personally. I, no, I barely remember what I had for no, breakfast yesterday. No, you're not going to remember having met me. Uh, you actually met my dogs. So I'm the owner of that black giant schnauzer that you had the argument going with your mic. Oh, my. Dogs. You, okay. So th- j- just this is how crazy I am. I can remember people by their bicycles and by their dogs and sometimes by their kids, but usually not by their kids. Um, I remember that. And I was narrating the barking match, but it was, a, I think, I want to say a husky-ish and your dog. That's if right, I'm not a massive Great Dane mix and the giant schnauzer. So we, yeah, we met, but I, I, I didn't anticipate that you would remember me, but I, for sure, you enjoyed the dogs. Oh, I, rem- well, I remember as, that. I, as did Chris. So, so we've met, we have met, and uh, so we're meeting again. Uh, so the name, so it was originally Juno Beach Coach, 
Um, and that's because uh, my dog's name is Juno. And every time I would go out to Bruce Pitt, which is a pretty large dog park here in Ottawa, um, people would ask, you know, oh, is it Juno the Beach or Juno the Awards? And it always gave me the opportunity to talk about Juno Beach and Normandy and France and, you know, kind of get my my two cents about how everybody should go to Normandy once in their life out. So basically, um, I uh, <laughs> I guess I have set the Juno Beach Center. So I've done a little bit of, did you want me to talk about how that came about now? Yeah, well, actually, so are you, have you served? Are you, are you a veteran? Or no. I've never okay. served. So, so uh, and I want to say this, I, I'm going to, well, yes, you have to explain how the Juno Beach thing came up, but uh, let me just refresh everybody's memory who forgot. Okay. Once upon a time, Juno Beach put out this uh, tweet and it says, it has come to our attention that an individual has used her past relationship with Juno Beach Center to spread political messaging on this platform, contrary to the values established by our founding veterans. We have blocked and removed the account from our followers. The Juno Beach Center does not support Tamara Leach or the Freedom Convoy. And uh, they were talking about you. I didn't know that at the time, but I, I just have to put out my response because uh, when I go, when I get angry, I get angry. I replied to them. I said, this is a disgusting tweet. They're saying we don't support the values of the Freedom Convoy, which was out there protesting for constitutional rights, what the men and women died for in, in, in World War II, uh, especially those who ran, stormed, you know, died on the beaches of Juneau. You represent heroes and you act like cowards. You, you deserve to get ratioed and mocked in replies and retweets. You desecrated the legacy of the brave men and women who died for our freedom so that you could lick the government boot and virtue signal on social media. And I didn't stop there, but wait, there's more because then I was like, oh, wait a minute, who funds these? Who funds these people? And might that have something to do with it? And then we discovered that the Juno Beach Center is funded through revenue from its ticket and boutique sales, in addition to vigorous fundraising activities by the Juno Beach. Additional funding provided through the annual grant of a half a million dollars from Veterans Affairs Canada. Veterans Affairs Canada, for those of you who don't know, is a federal entity. And so basically you have the Juno Museum commemorating uh, war veterans taking money from Justin Trudeau and his tyrannical government, licking their boot and desecrating the memory of the people they purport to represent. They were talking about you. They were. So um, I'll give you a bit of history with my work. So I, I'm not a veteran. I, I do have some family that served, but I'll be honest, uh, I, I never really lived the veteran life. I didn't know what it was like on base. Um, both of my father and my my mother's second husband both lived on base in, in Halifax. So I hear the stories, but I've never personally experienced it. Uh, 2016, I went to uh, Normandy with my family. My daughters were three and six at the time. Uh, I was married, my ex-husband and I. And it was quite moving to be in Normandy for that celebration. And I, and I will be honest, when we book the tickets, um, we were actually planned to go to Paris because my firstborn had been to Paris. And I thought, well, we better get the second one to Paris. So she isn't asking questions when she's 16 as to why she didn't get the trip to Paris as well. Because my my view was spend a couple of thousand, go to Paris and save tens of thousands in therapy later on in life, right? So we booked these tickets and we booked them in May of 2015. And then the Paris attacks happened in November. So as a new mom, um, I wasn't really, you know, you don't really want to go to Paris with your with your kids mm -hmm. when things are kind of exploding. So we'd already bought the tickets. So we started, we kind of started looking around. We'd already done Southern France and all the, you know, Ousse and Chambord and all those beautiful regions. 
And so with the firstborn, which is why we were going back for the second. And we realized that we were there during D-Day celebrations, June 1st to June 10th, 2016. So we went to Juno Beach and it's a nonprofit. It's, it's, it, they're highly funded by donations. And as you um, properly pointed out, um, funding from the government. So when we were there, it, it actually moved my children. They actually enjoyed it. And there was a school in Burlington who had ha, uh, had all of their students sign 2048 flags and ship them off to Normandy. And when we were there, after the ceremony at the center, we go over to uh, Benny sur which is where in the, the where the cemetery is. And we did like a convoy, and they used that word convoy off to the funeral uh, or off to the graveyard. And, you know, I've got videos of my three and six-year-olds placing up uh, you know, flags on every single one of those fallen soldiers' grave, and there was a personal message written from a student. So when I returned home, I thought, I'm going to do the same thing. So in 2018, uh, I became aware that the following year was the 75th anniversary of D-Day. And I live in Ottawa, and there's nothing for Juno Beach. Like there, There's a, a really odd road uh, named Normandy uh, off of Prince of Wales. That's about it. And we did rename a road for Alex Paulowin, who is a Canadian veteran who did land on the beaches uh, that year, um, who, who's from Ottawa. So we have renamed a street after him, which is great. So I put pressure on the city and decided to reach out to Juno Beach Centre and say, hey, I think we need a bridge or something renamed to commemorate. Because we don't talk about it enough in Ottawa. June 6th floats around and nobody really remembers that that was the start of the end, right? So. Long story short, uh, I did the same thing in 2019. I, I reached out to Sir Robert Borden High School here in Ottawa. Um, we did the same thing. We had the students sign 2048 flags. Um, Karen McCrimmon was the MP at the time in Canada. I met her in her office in the West Block, got you know flags donated. And um, then I was invited by the Juno Beach Centre to come out. We had a big bridge renaming ceremony. I mean, the warm, uh, you know, people from veterans, from uh, the War Museum, you know, city officials, Jim Watson was there, um, you know, city councillors. It was, it was a quite, quite a big event. And, you know, it, it made me proud because it was my doing and I get to leave something behind for my kids. So in any event, I, can, I was invited to speak on Remembrance Day on Juno Beach in the 75th anniversary. So I flew to France and laid a wreath and did a speech and, you know, had hundreds of local French people just be so happy that somebody in Canada, especially the capital, was still thinking about Juno Beach and what they all lived through. Um, I met a lady, um, you know, she was, they, the soldiers would call them the three musketeers, you know, these little three little kids that would hang around and bring them chocolate bars, or the soldiers would give them chocolate bars and, you know, lovely stories. So when I returned, the plan was to, you know, help bloggers write about the experience that my children went through because the the center was quite taken aback actually by the fact that three and six year olds actually were impacted. They they did never actually thought that they could go, you know, that low in the age groups in terms of attracting people. And, you know, I found that my children really responded well um, to everything and seeing because everyone dresses up. They, they put their gear back on. Uh, there's a town called uh, St. Ignace. You know the Byward Market here in Ottawa? Yep. Imagine a, the Byward Market completely filled with 19, well, World War II, 
military equipment, all dressed up in their military equipment from 1944, along with guys with their Cronenbergs and their cigarettes, you know, hanging around the equipment. They literally reenact the whole period. And they do this over a couple of days. It- Uh-oh. Hold on. Hold on. Can you hear me? Now, who who's glitching out here? I can't hear you anymore. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, okay no. Uh, okay, try it again. Okay, can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you now. Okay, uh, my phone rang, so I think that uh, okay. that may have. I, I have to turn that off next time. So, in any event, when I returned, the plan was to write blogs and to help people uh, go visit and encourage them to go visit. But of course, this was November 2019, so you can imagine uh, COVID hit and things slowed down. So um, I continued working with them in terms of uh, so the French government wanted to build condos on Juno Beach. I don't know if you heard about this. So there was quite a battle going on for about a year or maybe longer. I became aware of it about a year and a half, I would say, into it. And it was a big social media getting a hold of people, emailing to email the MPs just to put pressure on the French government not to build condos on Juno Beach. Needless to say, that was successful. Uh, they chose not to, so that was a win. Well, then September 3rd rolls around. And I have to rewind and say, I made a post on September 3rd. It was a picture of Tamara and I, because I'd met her at Polek, because I'd gone to school to learn as quickly as I could about the law. Law school would have been too long, so I hopped into the paralegal program. And I, I missed a couple of days classes, and I'm going to Polek, I'm going to check this out. And, teachers understood and I post a picture of Tamara and I that I'd taken the year before on September 3rd and I basically was pointing out that the trial of political prisoners in my opinion uh, was taking place in a couple of days I didn't realize how many people would see that post um, because I only had maybe 2,000 Twitter followers doesn't, doesn't, everyone should see the post <laughs> Yeah. Have you seen it? Like, uh, no, I, I, I never saw the original post. I just, I, I, I understood what had happened, but didn't know. I mean, I, I don't remember seeing it at the time. Yeah. So it was just basically a picture. Cause I literally, I was just at Juno beach. I was just a person who was tweeting about this political prisoner. I was just a mom, you know, I wasn't involved. I, again, the name was still Juno beach coach. And so I tweet out on the Sunday, this picture of Tamara and I, and my opinion, and in that post, I said, working with the Juno Beach Center for so many years, I could never understand how the Nazis were able to convince people to hate their neighbors. I, I, I could never conceptualize it. I, I never understood the how that actually happened. I mean, we get told what propaganda is, and mm-hmm. you know, you read the textbooks, and you know the, the textbook meaning. But to actually see that happen was something I thought I would never know. I, Ms. Cannabis, not to be uh, hyperbolic, I said this, that I'll never again question or, or doubt how worlds can descend into the madness of, of Nazi Germany. We didn't get there in terms of distance and certainly not in terms of scope, but in terms of direction, absolutely. Neighbors ratting out neighbors, families being divided. I mean, I, I, I saw it in real time how people can be whipped up into an absolute psychotic frenzy as a society mm-hmm. sorry i cut you off okay no no i love it i love i love it um because it, i was so passionate and, and 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 i said in that post i said 
I never thought I would sit here and say, I get it. I understand. Now I know. Because being from Ottawa, being, I live in Ottawa Centre. I, I live, uh, you know, in the ridings of those city councillors who were losing their marbles during the convoy. And I felt a bit slandered by the way they were talking about us because I was there. I may not have had a truck, but I was there. I supported them, you know, still staying. So needless to say, I make this post and I think it, it gets over like a hundred thousand views or something. So, of course, so apparently it gets to Juno Beach because it doesn't get to them right away though. I make the post on the, on the Sunday the Tuesday is September 5th, and the kids are going back to school here in Ontario. The, the English kids. My, my one girl in the French board, she went back the week before, but my other one was going back, and I had just finished the paralegal program. I'm like, oh, I'm going to ask a few classmates. They want to come check out a criminal trial of a political prisoner. And, you know, some of them were blubbering, crying because their kids are in school for the first time, and some were, you know, getting a job because they've been a student for a year. So, they, they, you know, a couple had said, can you just tweet it? as it goes and we'll follow along, you know, at work and at home. So that was the plan just to kind of tweet it as just a mom sharing this information with a few of my other paralegal, you know, candidate friends. And well, my numbers start climbing like by the thousands quite quickly. And I'm being invited into spaces. People want to hear what's happening in the trial because nobody's really done verbatim tweeting before. Yeah, I mean, they call it scripts now where there's people who attend trials and they create their the Twitter scripts of what's going on. You're, you're a paralegal by training? Paralegal candidate. So I just graduated, but okay. I haven't written my licensing. Very cool. Okay, so you're, you're live tweeting the Tamara Leach trial at the time. That's right. And you tweet that out and then the Juno Beach Museum feels compelled to disavow you without naming you. That's right. Well, got so, nothing got but, nothing good to say about the Juno Beach Museum, but uh, except that they've desecrated the, the raison d'être of their existence. But sorry, yeah. No, and, and it and it it was so disheartening for me because I had dedicated so much of my mental uh, and social time to um, sharing you know, how important it is to go and visit and keep those memories alive. And so we don't forget what can happen. <laughs> you know, ironically, here we are. Like, it's just, if, if you could see the, the full circle for me, it's, it's, it's very bizarre. It's very weird in how I'm here talking to you, right? Like, even seeing how you ratio them. Um, because I didn't see it initially because I, they blocked me. Mm-hmm. Oh, my right? God. Okay. So it's, no, it's, it's just it's just amazing for what you have done for the organization. It's not that you should be entitled to some like uh, special preferential treatment in the event of actual wrong. Like, oh, no, you get arrested for DUI. Maybe they'll have to dissociate themselves from you. No, you tweet support for Tamara Lich, Aboriginal woman or, or Métis woman who may who organized or participated in this protest for constitutional rights. And they say you don't reflect the values of the founding father, veterans of the Juno Beach. Anyhow, no. Like so. I've had conversations with veterans. It's like, pardon? <laughs> no, no, I, 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 I became a close friends with a lot of the veterans who's like, this is, it's an absolute insult and an outrage. But what more would you expect from a government that offers medical assistance in dying to veterans with PTSD? It's par for the course. It really is, um, which is too bad. Uh, so you tweeted the, the, the Tamara Leach trial. Uh, 
hold on. That is that still on? That's still going on right now, eh? <laughs> it's not over yet. I think they have to. Not, like, the defense hasn't even started. <laughs> like it's, it's, uh, so let's. Well, I, I, the, I didn't. I, this was not the one that I had planned on talking about, but and I don't think we need to go into any greater detail. I've covered it periodically, but the the, the prosecution is still going on with its mischief, um, uh, mischief well, charges. Yeah, well, no, uh, this week was uh, the defense challenging the Carter application and wanted the conspiracy uh, uh, charge to be dropped. They literally spent an entire week on the Carter application. I'm not kidding you. That's all uh, uh, Now, remind everybody what a Carter application is. So you'll have to correct me if I'm wrong, um, but a Carter application... (laughs) So... Uh, normally, um, when there's text messages against co-accused, that would be considered hearsay. So they, the, the Carter application is a, is a way of foregoing the hearsay rule to evidence. So uh, this is used, generally speaking, with uh, drug trafficking and, you know, those large uh, operations where they want to use each other's text messages to show that they were actually a part of the operation. That's my understanding. Um, and they, they argued it. Okay. I, I, I couldn't correct you cause I, I'd have to, I don't think I remember what it is, uh, even though I studied criminal law. I don't know. It's great that you're able to just make a poof. 50, 50 no, no, that, no, cause I never, I never practiced it and I took, you know, one course and we had to study it as a matter of the bar, but I didn't, I didn't do particularly well in it. Um, <laughs> all right. So that, so that, but that, that's the outrageous one. I had, um, Krychik on from Rebel News who, who updated yeah. us. And I'm going to have him back on to talk about it when it's over. I just a weekly update on that would just bore everyone to bits because it's it's insanity that it's still going on that it should go on for this long. But this is like this is the legal system. Hurry up and wait. It's not anybody's money except for the defendants, so the prosecution can screw around as much as they want. Which is, as the expression goes, you know the the, the process is the punishment. So bring it to Randy Hillier. First of all, that's hilarious. I had no idea you were the individual behind that Juno. Uh, beach thing, but they got what they deserved uh, from a political. Oh yeah, backlash. so I did change my name to Miss Cannabis Court as a play on Kangaroo Court. So I didn't want to completely offend um, those who still had faith in our judicial system right off the bat by throwing out the because because I was trying to show that I was going to go in unbiased and I was just merely tweeting what was happening, and you were getting my sidebars and my observations oh, as see. to what I. It's the, it, the cannabis applies to the court, not to the interests of the tweeter. Well, it could also apply to the interests. <laughs> All right. I, will, I won't ask. I'm not here to get anybody incriminated on Twitter. No, no, no. It's, but, it's, but again, it's legal in Canada, right? But Oh, that's true. I'm yeah. such a, I, I did a video. The, the first day that it, went, that it was legalized, I went down and did on the streets interviews with people waiting in line. To go. Exactly. So yep. that's why, you know, but in retrospect, um, I forgot that it's actually um, illegal in many other places. So, um, I, you know, I, I'm getting booted off Stripe. I've got to put a new uh, handle. Unbelievable. So, hey. Stripe says my account goes against their value or their terms of uh, terms of agreement or whatever. So I replied and said, well, I'm not actually selling cannabis. I'm. It's a play on kangaroo court. And, mm-hmm. I'm, and if you look at my tweets, I'm, I'm merely tweeting verbatim you know, courtroom proceedings. And no, no, sorry, no can do. So I'm sure someone probably got a hold of them and said, you know, you shouldn't be allowed. Um, so now you're, you're doing the live tweeting or you are doing the live tweeting of Randy Hillier's trial as well. 
well, I'm trying to. <laughs> okay. Now, so, Re Re Randy Hillier, I mean, I, I've, I've given the rundown. I've talked about it a number of times because it's, right. an, it's an absolute outrage. Randy Hillier is a member of Ontario Provincial Parliament, still, still a seating member, right? Uh, I don't think he was elected because he's been out of the Conservatives since 2019 and then he ran as an independent. So he's out. Hold on one second. Let me let me fact check this. Okay, but go go okay. on. I'll, I'll fact check that. Um, you're, so you're following this trial and what, what will tell everybody what he's been charged with, what the evidence is and what the status status of the trial is. Okay, so he has six counts of mischief, two counts of obstruction and one count um, uh, assaulting a peace officer. Because <laughs> somehow, um, I don't know if you've all seen it, but the video, uh, the reason the video he's charged or the reason he's charged is he moved a steel fence. Uh, well, mm -hmm. the first time he moved it was about, I'd say, a foot. And then that didn't really help help the crowds kind of get up the stairs to the parliament. So we kind of upped and chucked it into a snowbank. Um, nowhere near a police officer. Now, he was charged on March 27th, though. That, that's what's interesting about this is he wasn't charged on February 18th or, you know, like most people were charged. He he was hunted down after the fact because the video became apparent. And when, what, what, when was he charged? What, what March month? 27th. They called him and said, you need to turn yourself in. We're arresting you. March 27th of, I get mixed up on the year. Oh, of 2022. 2022. Now, when was he in? He was an MP until... He announced in March that he would not seek re-election. I he was a he was a sitting member when they oh, charged him. Oh, at the him. time. Okay, good. I just want to make sure sorry. I didn't get something fundamentally wrong for a I'm long sorry, time. I'm sorry. I'm okay. sorry. I thought you meant like today as we're speaking. He's still, a, but at the time. Okay. Yes. I know, and, and uh, that's bad. a clarification that I'd like to make from going forward is that he's no longer a sitting member of provincial parliament, but he was at the time he was charged. That's correct. Okay. I didn't. So I made a small mistake, not a huge one. That was only today. I will correct going forward. Okay. Good. Um, so, and he didn't seek re-election, so, uh, is he still bound by, he is still bound by his, his, um, orders of release, his, his bail his, conditions. Uh, so, I, I don't, there were some modifications to them, but the Crown, to be honest, um, I, I don't think there was a substantial amount I, I think he still has to stay out of ottawa which is which is a problem <laughs> yeah especially when you're sitting when you're having a trial in ottawa all right um uh, or if you want to talk to people or witnesses and, and i i played the video of the alleged assault that was randy hillier moving one of those bike fences out of the way so that protesters could walk up onto parliament hill and protest a cop was there didn't touch didn't knock over the cop didn't bump the cop with the thing I don't, I don't know. I think the cop later said, I felt intimidated or something along those lines. Well, which is even, even more ridiculous is there's actually no police notes. They have no notes of the incident. Well, they'll, they'll drop that chart. Okay. What's the state, what's the status of the trial right now? Okay. So. Cause I, cause I'm predicting they're either going to drop that charge at some point. Um, they haven't dropped it as of the present date. No, they haven't dropped it. And, 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 um, I, I was so David Amber was originally his legal counsel. He and David Amber, David Amber, for those who have been around this channel for long enough, will know who he is. He's the Ottawa attorney. I've had him on. Uh, he was representing a lot of the, the, the people who got tickets, COVID of offenses and stuff like that. Smart guy, Ottawa attorney, David Amber, A-N-B-E-R. That's right. Okay. So um, and, and it was nothing personal to David to take him off record. It was merely a financial decision because we're still at judicial pretrial. 
that that's all where we are right now. And, um, he, you know, Randy had put out over a hundred thousand. It was my understanding, you know, in legal bills. And again, we're still at judicial pretrial. So all the charges are still at play. It's my understanding that during one of the uh, pretrials, the crown basically made up a story and they would have had to, to justify the assaulting the peace officer charge because mm-hmm. there's just absolutely no evidence of it. You know, there's just, if you watch the video, like most people can see it, um, that it doesn't go anywhere near the police officer and to feel intimidated really by Randy Hillier. I mean, no offense, Randy, you know, but at the same well, time, hold, hold on. Now that you mentioned, let's just, so everybody can see what a salt of the earth human looks like. Um, and someone who's not intimidating, not, not in a bad way. Like, I mean, he, I assume he could be like a, you know, uh, he could be a stern father. I can imagine that, but this is Randy Hillier. Another day at the kangaroo court in Ottawa. And there's a real powerful message uh, and adage that we should not forget about. It was Sun, Sun Tzu's uh, Art of War. When the enemy is busy killing themselves and defeating themselves, don't get in the way. Uh, I, I don't know if he made a mistake. I don't know if that's Napoleon or if there's iterations of that throughout time. If someone's making it, don't interrupt your enemy when they're making a mistake. I'll give everybody the link to that. It's your tweet so they can watch that video. But that's Randy Hillier, salt of the earth. Uh, I mean, I say a true Canadian, and in some ways, you know, he's got the stereotypical Canadian accent, eh? Hey. Anyways, go, go watch it. That's Randy Hillier, real intimidating. I'm going to see if I can pull up the video while you talk. Uh, but go on and tell us, uh, you know, how he intimidated this police officer and where we're at. So um, right now, where we are at, so the next time they're scheduled to appear in court, I've got my dates written down here. Uh, the Crown has four days to get their motion, they have got three items on their uh, motion, uh, disreputable uh, conduct, social media experts, and his voluntary, voluntariness, voluntariness, how do you say that word? I'm not sure. <laughs> how voluntary he was. <laughs> All right. And by the way, here it is. Check this out. This is the video of the alleged oh, yeah, assaults. I, I, the, I, I didn't even know which what it was because when you watch this, you can't imagine that it could lead to assault charges. Randy Hillier, at the time of this member of provincial parliament. Let's go! Go! Let's go! Go! That- That's it. Literally. The, the sounds of those horns, my goodness, it's like, that's like, that's like freedom. That's literally like Mel, Mel Gibson screaming freedom and Braveheart. That's the video yeah. of the assault, people. That's, that's, uh, that is, from what I understand, the best evidence of the assault. No notes from the police officers. Okay. No notes of how intimidated they made him feel. And, so, and, and, and this incident was on, I mean, the video, that was January 29th. They didn't charge him for almost two months. And I'm sure this was, you know, uh, you know, acting chief bell when he was saying, we're going to, you know, continue to actively hunt you down. Or do you remember when he was making oh, those yeah. comments, he was going to like hunt people down and they've got, yeah, they, they, this was, this was Canada's January six, except uh, with no actual violence whatsoever because Canadians, I don't know, <laughs> but this, this, they, they wanted a January six and they treated it like a January six, even though they never got anything remotely close to a January six, which itself as I tweeted out today, unapologetically, 
was definitively a setup, as was this was, they, they just wanted someone to do something bad. It never even happened. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, for sure. Um, so, yeah, sorry, so go on. Um, yeah, so he's not back in court until so September 3rd. And then his judicial pretrial, so for him to bring his, his motions, um, he gets two 45-minute slots, so 1.5 hours, versus the Crown's four days. Um, and that's scheduled for February 12th, 2024. So ne- nearing two years after the charges were brought, because that's just, just quick, quick and speedy trial by a jury of your peers in Ottawa. Okay. That's right. And then they are scheduled for the actual trial. Are you ready for this? Do you know the dates? No, but I think I'm going to say 2025. Yeah, January 27th to February 26th, 2025. And now I'll, I'll, I'll illustrate what is so patently absurd about that. If Randy had a lawyer that he had to organize a schedule with, maybe then you could say, okay, well, between counsel, judges, and yada. They've simplified one third of the equation of, of potential calendar, calendar conflicts by Randy, I presume is, give it to me, give it to me tomorrow. So totally. near, it'll be near three years after the charges were brought. I don't remember what the rule is in Canada. 30 months. 30 months. What's the name For of Jordan? the rule again? The Jordan, the Jordan rule. Okay. rule. Yes. Oh my goodness. So well, I, have, I have a few people arguing with me on Twitter about the whole Jordan rule and that, um, I read today one made me chuckle that there's a three month neutral period that I'm pretty sure uh, most people criminally charged. I don't think they consented to that three month neutral period. I think that, you know, I find it a little bit annoying that the charter was very, uh, you know, vague in what a reasonable time was or speedy trial, you know, it was vague until 2016. In my simple little bit of legal knowledge, when the Jordan Supreme Court ruling came out, it came out for a reason. It came out to put timelines in place to stop muddying the waters. So here we are eight years later, or not even seven years in, and we've got lawyers muddying the waters again. You know, well, was it this the delay? You have to order the transcripts. You have to have, you know, this and that and this and that. And it's like, why? Well, it, it takes it takes them three years to fabricate evidence on bullshit charges. But what they do in the meantime is they bankrupt you. And no, yep. I, I'm telling you, they're, they're not going to go to trial on the assault charge. Maybe the mischief. Well, they'll see what happens in the Tamara Leach uh, judgment. And mm-hmm. if, it doesn't, if it doesn't go their way, they're going to drop all the charges against Randy Hillier. But not after having milked him. Not, he's not, he's not, I don't know how wealthy he is. I don't think he, he doesn't have that money to burn. Nobody does. No, and he doesn't, I don't think he has the pension. Uh, I don't think. It's, it's, on, it's, on, it's, 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 it's enraging. It's enraging. It's, it um, is. So now, in the, so now you got to wait a little bit of time before you can live tweet the Randy Hillier trial. What is going to keep you busy until then? Well, there's a lot of trials still going on. I've been covering um, other uh, people who have been charged. Um, there's uh, Guy Meister's back uh, right after the holidays. He's one of the individuals that was right at Rito in Sussex. Um, Robert Denal is also back at the end of January. Um, I don't. Uh, he's also was at Rito in Sussex. Um, there's there there are a lot of cases going on. Um, there was another case last week. 
uh, where she was found guilty on three charges. And this is a woman who came from Winnipeg. Two mischiefs and uh, obstruction. Unbelievable. And so, you know, I, I find it a little bit, the scale is extremely unbalanced in terms of, you know, how some are getting, you know, a lot of attention. And, you know, the judge in Tamara and Chris's uh, matter is very charismatic and, you know, great with the audience. And, you know, when there was a publication event on one of the exhibits, you know, she stopped and looked at the court and looked at all of us sitting kind of on the on the side, the media and saying, okay, and, you know, went over everything. And even with the audience, um, you know, explaining what publication bans are, what you can and can't, you know, publish. And she even took questions. She actually, and, and there was a CBC reporter who had a question um, you know, he's quite knowledgeable in what's going on. So he was looking to see how basically, I'm sure how far he could push the envelope. Right. Um, and there was another independent reporter who had a question as well. So it was really quite laid back. But then when you go into another trial, it's completely 180. Well, I guess, I guess it depends on the degree of scrutiny that the trials are getting. And maybe the judges feel more or less empowered to go off the deep end if they know that everybody's watching it, but maybe that's an oversimplified assessment. So it, we've noticed, so there's been a few trials that I've sat in on and Brian Duty being one of the legal counsels. Um, you know, we've noticed that the, the, the tone comes down a little bit when there's people in the room. Mm -hmm. And there is nothing more nerve wracking for a defendant to have a judge berating the one person that, that this defendant is relying on to keep them out of jail. And I just find it so, I don't know, lacking of morality to see somebody with sit there and tell you about your 33 years experience. No, 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 no. Okay, great. We don't care. What I care about is how much experience you have to help the defendant not have a stroke right here in your room because you're yelling at his lawyer. And we ended up having to call an ambulance, actually. It's one of my tweets. Um, this defendant ended up having a medical emergency right there in the courtroom because uh, this judge was just so, it was, he was harsh, you no, know, it's, 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 it's it, when I said that, you know, the, the lawyers are, the, are, are pathological narcissists, whatever they become politicians, they also become judges. I mean, and, and by the way, for those who have never practiced the lawyers that become judges, typically are not the ones that are making a million, two million a year at the big firms because you don't want to go from a million to two million to a quarter of a million a year, even though it's guaranteed for life. You know, it's, you're taking a step down in the financial direction. So which lawyers seek to become judges? The ones who are either getting a pay grade, pay bump, which might may or may not be the most competent lawyers, or the ones who just want the power of being able to rule from the bench and, and, and rule with an iron gavel. So there's that reality to it as well. I find um, just having observed a few courts and, you know, different superior courts as well, different matters, um, there's definitely a weird um, power trip. And I, and I, I, I kind of struggle with it as a human, you know, you mm -hmm. don't know who I am. You don't know what I've done. How, how, how are you treating people like that? Oh, I, I, just, I, struggle, I just struggle with it. You're a, presu you're a presumed, I mean, it's like, it's weird by virtue of the fact that you're in there, you've been charged with something, you're, you're unlawful. And so 
there's that. But it's just, it's, it's a grotesque power trip for the most part. There's some very good judges out there and I came across some. And then you come across some who, it was a pay grade, it was a, it was a pay bump, a power bump, and they're on that bench for the rest of their lives if they're, if they're uh, you know, uh, appointed judges. I mean, some of those uh, administrative judges are on terms, but uh, yeah. Well, and, and you know, and it, I can see maybe a judge being frustrated with a criminal. Okay, sure, maybe. But I've seen this in family courts. The stories I hear about how some of these family court judges treat these parents a little, little shocking, actually borderline abhorrent, if if I can say. Um, and it's interesting because people start to tell you stories, right? I get these DMs and people sharing their stories and sharing their court documents, and whew, it's a little shocking. Um, let me ask you this: Do you do video breakdowns? I'm not, I'm not too familiar with everything you do. Are you? Do you have a YouTube channel yet? So I haven't, I haven't started. It, I've been, I was kind of feeling. Feeling out that, you know, Jason was bugging me for a few weeks to get on his podcast and just, I'm like, I don't really want to be a beast. You know, I just, just want to be words, you know, but um, it's taken forever to get subscriptions on Twitter approved by X. So I, I may just have to jump to the devil and, and well, start you're gonna, videos. Not, not to give you any uh, real-time consultation, but you're going to want to do it because the medium is different. Uh, video monetization is different on Rumble, YouTube versus Twitter. And whether, whether or not Twitter ever gets there, Different platforms. The people who are on YouTube are not necessarily on Twitter whatsoever. Um, and people, you know, go to the tweet scripts or X scripts for trials. Summaries like what Patriot Smoothie is doing right now. Uh, you, you're going to get, you're going to, you're going to monetize it and, ex and expand your base on both ends. So absolutely, you should be doing that as of yesterday. Uh, <laughs> you're, you're putting out the tweets. All the information is there. Put out a 10, 15 minute summary video at the end of the day. It doesn't have to be anything wildly edited. You can get there in due time, but... That way it's easier to share. People don't like reading. They like watching videos. And, and I, that's what I would do. That's my, uh, no. that, that's your advice as well. Yes. A thousand percent. Now, with I, that said, I by the way. I keep being told that, but I, you know, you, you look at yourself on camera. You're like, really? Do people want to hear it? Oh, yeah. Look at, look at yourself. First of all, uh, people don't often care. Just don't have like a big piece of spinach in your teeth when you make a video. <laughs> You'll be fine. The, the little, sometimes you get like crusties in the mouth. But other than that, you know, by and large, people want information from sources who are there and not secondhand information and people they can trust. So build up the trust and don't don't screw up and don't lie to people and, and, and don't you can you can be uh, not biased, but you can share your opinion. And that's what people want. But not everybody's there. And that's right. It's 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 crazy with um, which trial was it where I'm going to absolutely go draw a total blank. Tamara Lich. Chris Barber. Oh, I, I, where? Oh no, that's right. Um, what's her name? Uh, Gru, Detective Gru. Oh, Detective. Oh God. CBC. They're not there. No, I say not nobody. The mainstream is not there. So no. get there. You, ha, you you and 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 be trusted and remain trusted and and people will it, it, it'll grow. Also, what's going to end up happening? You're you're never going to practice paralegal stuff. You're going to do this, and in two years' time, you're going to be. You might want to change your name from Miss Canada's Court so people don't misunderstand it. But you're going to be live tweeting video summaries, and you have the paralegal experience to make it make sense for people. So that's my. So prediction. how do you know I'm not going to get licensed? I've kind of I've said it a few times. Oh, no, you're you're going to get licensed. I just think you're not going to practice it. So no, it's gonna I, don't end even, up... I don't even know if I'll get licensed because I'm kind of scared of the law society at this point 
because people were already like at law society tweeting what I was saying when I said things were ludicrous. Yeah, and you, you know, know, you know to, to them I would say, go fuck yourselves, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> so I'm gonna do, go fuck yourselves. You're gonna file complaints and do that. It, it's, it's, it's it, at some point, sooner than later, those people are gonna be recognized as the evil tyrant bullies that they are. It's not gonna be cool forever to do what they're doing. Culture is right. going to change in Canada. It's going to change in the world. Free speech will be cool once again. And those tyrants will be remembered as the tyrants that they are. Little whiny bullies on the internet. No, and they really are. They, they really, I just, I, I can't imagine somebody objecting to somebody looking out for their own rights. You know, it just, sorry. Um, yeah. it, it just doesn't, it doesn't. I just can't conceptualize. I just can't make well, sense you, of it. Well, there's nothing to make sense of when people are still wearing masks outdoors uh, three years later. And I say this, I, I, I say this actually non-judgmentally in the mean sense. I, I, it's genuine pity that I have that these people are so broken that these are the ones it's like, hey, she's tweeting from Tamara Lich's trial in a sympathetic way to the foregone guilty defendant. Uh, sanction her before she even gets her license. Go to, go to hell. Right. Uh, Miss Cannabis. Because you know they'd have me on good character for sure. Oh no, well, I don't know what's required in terms of a background check. You have, I presume, you have no criminal record. Maybe no, it's no, the no, same no. type of thing that you need for a lawyer, like a certificate de bon conduite, like a certificate of good behavior. standing. Good standing. Unless, yeah, there's been a few lawyers who've been allowed into the bar here in Ontario that have some questionable. Um, backgrounds. One of them is being appealed, actually. The, okay. the Law Society denied a, 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 an admitted child predator their license. Okay, they denied it. He appeals it to the tribunal. The tribunal says, the same Law Society tribunal. They say, yeah, you can have a license. So then they give them a license. And now the Law Society is appealing their tribunal. <laughs> Here's your license. You just can't do family law. Okay, bada bing, bada boom. You know, um, yeah. Ms. Ms. Canada, so I'm going to share your Twitter handle again one last time. Now, ordinarily, I would say our proper goodbyes with you, but I think I can see that I'm going to be summoned shortly and I got to go do the exclusive locals after party. Uh, um, yes. Where can people find you and what do you have coming up uh, on the tweet horizon? On the tweet horizon. So right now it looks like things have slowed down in terms of the trials. Um, I know Normand... Uh, Blanchfield or Blanchard? Do you know Norman? Bla um, he's one of the Blanchard. Well, Blanchard would make more sense. Let me let me see this here. I think it's Norman Blanchard. He's so he was in trial this week, and I actually didn't find out until I was meeting Randy. So um, I've been talking to several people, and we're gonna get a Facebook group going so that everyone can start to, we can get a calendar of when all these trials are going on because okay. there's so many of them. You got, you got to pull a, what Robert Govea, I don't know if you know who he is watching the watchers. He's got his mind maps and it's like three dimensional interactive maps. That for the trial would be amazing for whoever wants the, 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 the homework. Right. No, yeah. see, whoever, whoever wants to do that, it would be, it would be appreciated by the broader law community. That's right. It would be great actually. And I'm actually, yeah. And I'm surprised that they're, they're, um, I didn't realize this, but they have like a, everybody in the convoy defense, there's like a common Dropbox or something where they're like sharing evidence. It, it, I don't know, I'm gonna have to get more information on that, but it was, it sounded very odd to me. 
that's that uh, is unfamiliar to me and I'm, I'm sort of a lone i'm a lone wolf in terms of like not uh you know i i what are those things called where you where people message each other um there's a word for it discord i can't oh. i can't i can't do any of those things so um Ms. Ms. Cannabis, I I heard I heard I hear the beef coming from outside. So what I'm going to do ordinarily, yes. I would end this and we'll say our proper goodbyes. I'll text you afterwards. Thank you, uh, thank you very much for coming on. You'll come back on whenever there's updates and update the world. Let us know how you're doing. Thank you. Thank and, you for uh, having me. Oh, any any time. I'll, te- I'll text you afterwards because ordinarily I, we'd say our goodbyes. But I'm going to go over to locals and 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 have my have a little bit there before I get in trouble with the wife. That's right. Okay. okay. All right. Have a great Go. night. Merry Have Christmas, a... everyone. Thank you. It's a, it's a, thank you very much. And it's the first night or second night of Hanukkah. I think I forget what. And second I can smell. I can smell the something is being cooked in the other room, and it smells delicious. But I'm going to go as long as I can until my wife comes in here and says it's time to open up some presents. Oh, amazing. Miss Cannabis, we'll talk soon. Thank you very much. All right. Have a good one. Everybody, I'm going to give you Miss Cannabis's uh, Twitter handle one more time before we go on over to vivabarnslaw.locals.com for as long as I can until I get in trouble with, with my wife. I hear the, the door opening and closing, which means that people are coming in and going out. And I think they're bringing in guests. Hold on. I put, I put a little rolled up towel under my uh, pain in the ass, literally. <laughs> All right. Come on over to vivabarnslaw.locals.com. We'll have our exclusive after party. It won't be too long, people. Um, there's some tips to get to, some chat. If you're not coming on Rumble, everyone, we will be live on Sunday. And it's going to be one heck of a show. So stay tuned for that. And uh, let me let me share uh, Alison Morrow's video one last time before we go. And it is here. There's one Rumble rant left that I just saw from Sammy. Max ATM I've seen was about 3000 So 3000 in cash withdrawals for 20 weeks over a four years makes up about $1.6 Seems to be in five-month increments for all his business dealings. Wow. Good math, Sammy. All right, everybody who's watching on Rumble, if you're not coming over to Viva Barnes, la.locals.com. Enjoy the rest of the weekend, or enjoy the weekend, and I'll see you on Sunday. Locals, here I comes. And everyone else, check out Allison Morrow's video and uh, show some love there. Boom, shakalaka. Go enjoy the evening. Happy Hanukkah. Merry Christmas for all the... Well, we're going to see each other before Christmas. See you Sunday, maybe tomorrow. We'll see what happens. Maybe I'll go live tomorrow. Peace out, peeps. Locals, here I come. Oh, locals, make the... Okay, oh, look at this. Bill Brown is tweeting out a picture. Sunset at the close, at the close enough corral this evening. Look at that. Beautiful sunset. I was up with the sunrise this morning, Bill. It was quite amazing. Bill Brown has a, another screen grab here. NBA versus NFL. 36 have been accused of spells abuse. Seven have been accused, arrested of fraud. 19 have been accused for writing bad checks. 117 have directly or indirectly bankrupted at least two businesses. Three have done time for assault. 71 cannot get credit card due to bad credit. 14 have been arrested on drug-related charges. Eight have been arrested for shoplifting. 21 currently defendants in lawsuits. And 84 have been arrested for drunk driving in the last year. Can you guess which organization this is? NBA or NFL? No, I'm going to say it's Congress. Neither. It's the 530. <laughs> I didn't watch it. I, didn't, I, didn't, I literally, and, and I promise you, did not read the end of that before knowing where it's going. Because I actually, I, I don't think, um, I, don't, I don't think it's that bad for the NFL or the NBA. Victor Cardone, Victor underscore Cardone says, war was lost months ago. I only want an accounting of the billions already sent. And you, an accounting of the billions and an accounting of the human loss of life. That's in respect of the Ukraine. 
USA Now says, in case you missed it, which is what ICYMA stands for, Mehdi Hassan's MSNBC show canceled. Inasmuch as he's a scumbag, liar, propagandist, I will not rejoice in his, in his demise. I'm thinking of how to finish that sentence. I will not rejoice in it. It's just the free market saying we don't want to support liars. Not even dishonest bastards. Why would I want to support a dishonest bastard? What he did to Taibi, what he did to uh, Vivek, he's a dishonest bastard. And people get fed up with that crap sooner than later. Denise Antu says, I'm ready for all the criminals to be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. And I presume that is in response to... Um, I, d- 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 to... Um, Hunter Biden, Al. Dean W... Dean W007 says you won't rejoice. I no, I cannot. Re- it's not, it's not cancellation in the sense either that he's been canceled. It's just meritocracy. He sucked. He was a smart man. He was too smart for his own good. Bad man. Very, very, very bad man. Now there was another tip that just came in that I missed. Bobby84094. That's a new name. Bobby, how you doing? Reed Tucker and Alex. I didn't like when unnamed anonymous sources made claims about Trump and Melania in private, I don't put much credibility in people saying the same about Biden. We can't get the White House to admit that Biden. We can't get the, the White House to admit that Biden has problems in public that we can see speculating about the things that happen in private are useless. Um, well, the, uh, uh, there's definitely a touche of that because, in as much as I don't like anonymous sources either, it's true. Uh, I don't like them when they come from proven liars. So when the WAPO says they have an anonymous source. Um, I, I take it with a grain of salt, and I think that a liar saying about talking about anonymous source, I've seen how they've lied about anonymous sources in the past. Alex Jones, when he came out and said, I've got a whistleblower at the uh, TSA talking about bringing back mask mandates. Well, we, when, you've, when you've proven to be right over time, you'll give it a little bit more credibility than when it's a proven liar who says anonymous sources. Uh, Tucker Carlson, call me stupid, I trust him. When he comes out and says, uh, you know, he, may, he may be relying on on. The people might be lying to Tucker. When he says Larry Sinclair comes out and I believe him, uh, Tucker's been right. And Tucker is a trustworthy person in as much as I can tell. So when he comes out and says, I've spoken to people and, and they've come to me, I, I, will, I don't believe that Tucker's lying. And if Tucker comes out with, a, with a, a one multiple bad sources that make a liar out of him, yeah. I mean, that, that was the whole issue about uh, the, the Mark Meadows, was it Mark Meadows wearing a wire? And the journalist there who tweeted it out I mean that that's he's that's a that's a big a big um, blemish. So I, I take them with a grain of salt, but with a bigger grain of salt when it's proven liars talking about anonymous sources versus people who have proven themselves to be accurate and trustworthy, like Alex Jones, like Tucker Carlson. And call me stupid for thinking that they're trustworthy. They are, and they admit when they make a mistake, and they apologize for it when they do. Alex Jones in particular. Uh, but oh, oh, sorry, Bobby. And another thing to that. It's true. Also, anonymous sources taken with a grain of salt when it fits with the broader narrative. I've seen, we've seen Joe Biden's public outbursts. One can only imagine how much worse it is private-wise. When one has experience with dementia, you know what, when my grandma was losing her mind, I'm not saying this to be funny, but she was losing her mind, she knew it. And she would always say, David, don't let me do anything stupid. It was, it was so cute, but it was also so bizarre. Like, I said, Grandma, what do you think you're going to do? We're going out to Snowden Delicatessen for lunch. What are you going to do? Like, take your shirt off and run around? I mean, in, their, in her mind, it was like at a time when she was battling dementia. And 
And she, I was, it, was, it was cute. It's funny. It, it, it became the, the thing. It's like, David, don't let me do anything stupid. I said, like, Grandma, what are you going to do? And obviously, I will not let you do it. But we know how people with dementia behave. And it's not, it's not unfathomable to even just assume that it happens, let alone when you have an anonymous source coming from a trusted source. Uh, the dog's biting people. There's certain types of behavior that are indications of improper treatment. And I say that also with full awareness that I had that Frenchie, Barney, the, Barney the, the French Bulldog, who was psychotic. We had to give him back to the breeder. Um, and so people can make the same accusation. People can make that accusation of me. I had a dog that, that bit people. Didn't really bite anybody except for me, actually. Just vigorously defended one of our kids to anyone even approaching her bed and got into a full psycho mode. But I also happen to know that that dog came from a breeder that was investigated by, under investigation by the Quebec government for inbreeding, importing dogs from abroad, and which is why, yeah, whatever. So all that to say, yeah, you're right, but it's not the Washington Post citing an, un, it's not a lying, dishonest MSM rag citing an anonymous source. It's someone who has trust, who is, who is trustworthy and has proven themselves to be trustworthy. Got Bill Brown, more pigs in the house. Biscuits and smuts says Viva is about to get the cold shower treatment stretching the show out. Uh-oh, he doesn't know the state of his menorah. Oh, menorah. Uh, yeah, Dean WSI. Stay out of trouble. Thank you both. Um, Auntly says, elsewhere in the world, they have elves on a shelf. In Canada, they have this is so funny. That's, that's a goose on a moose. Oh, it's a goose on a moose. But let me show you this, because this is actually straight up something that happened to us. We go to the first day when I went to Gatorland. And what did I see? You got, you got goose on a moose. And I got... Here. See, I got a good one here. No, this was it right here. I got a bird. I'll think of a way to make this rhyme. Let me see if I can see this. I got... That is a crane on a gator. So I'm going to have to figure out a way to make that rhyme. But that was a bird just sitting on an alligator. And the funniest thing was the bird, the, the gator, when it got pissed off, it, it would just go into the water. And the, the, the bird, once it got like an, an inch of water on its ankles, it would fly off and land on another gator. I was sitting there recording, hoping I would capture a gator snatching up one of those birds and devouring it. But lo and behold, alas, it didn't happen. Uh, what else do we got here? Moose, goose on moose. Meanwhile in Canada. Okay, fine. We're going down here. What is it? What do we got? Uh, that, that's an egret. An egret on a gator. An egret on a megret. What, what, what is that? Is that a truck that hit a moose? The amount of dead deer that I saw driving through Alabama. I must have seen at least, at least a dozen dead deer on the side of the highway. What make is that car? What happened here? Walk it off. What is this? Viva my early Christmas present. Wait, is this an accident or did you hit a moose? That's coming from hyphen. My goodness. Oh, okay. What happened? So hold on. Hyphen. Let me go up here and see. Hyphen. Did you hit hyphen scrolling up? It says, darn, too bad about it. Yep. Safe and sound. The car is insured. So maybe you hit a moose. Hyphen. Let me see where we can go. Hyphen is up here. My early Christmas present. Hyphen, my early Christmas present, a car. Ugh. Oh. Viva, too polite and Canadian to revel in someone else's mistakes and consequences. I laugh like hell, though, says. That's either Bill Brown replying to Dean W07 that I won't rejoice. Um, so that's it. The drive back. Oh, yeah, that's what I wanted to finish with here. Hold on, let me stretch my. Oh, 
God. The drive back was um, was good. Uh, but it's it's so amazing just seeing the lay of the land change. I love it. In through the country roads of Alabama. Then we got to Florida. We stayed yesterday in Lake City. And we had a dinner. We had steak and vegetables. That's all I wanted. Just steak and vegetables. Uh, while watching Family Guy. And then we drove back this morning where we woke up in Alabama frost yesterday morning. And now I'm going to go back, go to sleep with... Florida humidity and moisture. And it's, it's, it's so cool. I mean, you just, you go through Florida, the Florida countryside, the farmland is just beautiful. Like slightly rolling hills up at the top Northwest, right to the mainland. Then you get to the coast and you just see how the land just flattens out, turns into like, if God had a level, he couldn't have made it he or she. God, if God had a level, God could not have made the land more flat. Uh, the, then you, you get to the Everglades, you see these canals, and it's just, it is beautiful in its, uh, not simplicity, because that's sort of judgmental, but like, you know, the Rocky Mountains are beautiful. You get mountains, clouds, rivers, trees. Florida is beautiful in its flatness as well. You just have to get used to it. Do you have a wallet in your back pocket? If you do remove it, Coach Waken. No, I just got a big ass cheek that's just killing. It's, I think it's the chair, actually, in all of this. It's, it's just the chair. I did get some jogging in when I was on the road. It was on a treadmill. Maybe that'll make it better. But yeah, no, no wallet in my back pocket. Uh, uh, Dean W.O. said, have you been to Texas? Yes, I was in Texas for the Alex Jones trial with one of my kids. And then she's, my kid says, can we go to Albuquerque so we can do a Breaking Bad tour? I was like, sure, let's go. How far can it be? It was 2,200 kilometers round trip. We drove from Austin, Texas to, uh, not Waco, to um, Roswell, Roswell, New Mexico, where the, the, the spaceship landed. Stayed in a hotel there. Then we went to Albuquerque, did the tour in the morning, back to Roswell, back to Austin the next day. Amazing. And yeah, drove eight and a half hours before we got out of the state of Texas. <laughs> Viva's a flatlander now. Not yet, not yet, not yet. Uh, am I in trouble? I might be getting there. Uh, everybody, so this is what we're going to do now. I think, uh, seriously, Viva, how much time and money is it going to take to cost me for you and Barnes to watch the art right, right side broadcasting of Joe Van Pulitzer? Three-hour Arizona State Audit Rumble. This is 100% forensic proof. This is from Joe M. That both parties covered it up. You need to interview him. No one covers elections like him. Your viewers need to know. 90% of the topics would not happen if there was not a coup. I'm going to go. I'm going to go get it right now. Joe M, let me see here. How many screen grabs do I have on my computer as we speak? Uh, close that, close that. Okay, I don't have that many. So now I'm going to, I'm going to avoid, I'm going to go reach out before I forget. Did I just close this entire stream? Whew, I thought I did. Okay, so this is what we're going to do now. I'm going to go before I get in trouble. Uh, my wife wants to see me. She misses me. I missed her. She missed the kid. The kid missed her. The other two girls missed me and I missed them. My mother-in-law is still here. The dogs missed me. I got to go squeeze out some pee of Pudge. I hear her whining. My wife, we love Pudge, but she drives everybody crazy. Whining, whining at 4.30 in the morning, peeing on the carpet, uh, the carpet, not peeing on the carpet, peeing on the floor. We have no carpet left. Thank goodness for that. Um, okay, maybe you should do some podcasts standing up. You're, you're probably right. When I did it with at Allison's place, I, I stood up the podcast. It was good. Oh, that actually feels so much better. Maybe I'll do that. I'll get a little table. Squeeze like a lemon. Says Sad Wings Raging. Everyone needs to know this info, says Joe M. Okay, I got it. Run back the ballot, C of the ballot CO. 
uh, even put the largest order of mail sorting machines before any lockdown and mass mail ballot changes. Uh, okay, what are you doing? Your fans first. Okay, go, Bill. Everybody, enjoy the evening. Happy Hanukkah. Uh, to those who are celebrating it. Enjoy the weekend for all those who are celebrating weekend. Now I'm just actually just like squatting. I'm going to feel the burn. Maybe I'll just do this podcast squatting and just develop quads of quads of steel. All right, I'm going to end it. Everyone, go have a good night. Thank you all for being here and I will see you Sunday for sure and maybe something of a video tomorrow. We'll see what happens. Go and good evening. Peace be with you. Go.